This one simple tip has helped so many people get the type of health care they need and learn to talk to their doctor in meaningful ways. Join me for today's episode of Uncommon RN. Welcome to Uncommon RN, a podcast by me, Teresa Sanderson. I turn everyday women into oily hackers every day. Join me as I share with you my journey through 27 years of nursing and traditional healthcare, my delivery from the depths of major depression, life as a Grammy and entrepreneur, and how and why I embrace natural wellness. My personal mission is to lead others to wellness, wisdom, and wealth through essential oils. Well, hello, hello, hello to all of my oily explorers and oily hackers. It's Teresa Sanderson. It's Saturday afternoon. want to say hello. Hope you're having an awesome, amazing weekend. And um, I was just thinking about you and um, remembering a story. You know, I've been telling lots of stories this week. And I was remembering a story about a patient of mine that I was taking care of with home health here in Northeast Kansas some years ago. So I just wanted to kind of pop on and um, share this information with you. Hope that it's helpful. But um, the title of this um, particular episode today of what I'm doing is one, the one healthcare tip that everyone should know. And so that's what I'm going to go over with you today. And um, so I will never forget this particular woman. Uh, She has made a permanent impact on my heart. And um, I walked in to see her for the very first time one day and she was sitting at her kitchen table and that's kind of right where I entered the house, you know, kind of walked right into the kitchen. And so there she was sitting at her kitchen table with a glass of Ensure in front of her. And, um, she was just staring at that glass of Ensure, and as I came into the door, she said, I just don't know how I'm ever going to drink it. I just don't know how. And as I listened, she described to me um, her recent cancer that she'd been diagnosed with right here in her sternum or right in the breastbone, and she'd received a very heavy dose of radiation to that area. And while they um, irradiated her cancer, they also really, really burned her esophagus where we swallow. And so as a result of that, even swallowing her own saliva was excruciatingly painful. She told me that since she'd had that treatment, she'd already lost 15 pounds and she was going to have another treatment in two weeks. And then she said, I just don't know how I can ever get through another one. I mean, I've already lost 15 pounds. What's going to happen to me after the next one? Right. Can you see that fear? Um, And so I asked her, you know, I said, what has your doctor told you about the goal of your treatment? Um, Does he think he's going to be able to get your cancer into remission or how many treatments are you supposed to have? Um, And at what point would would treatment be stopped if it wasn't successful? And the sad thing was she had no answers. She had no answers. And so, you know, over the years in my nursing career, I got to tell you, I've been a nurse how long, right? 27 years. I have seen and heard countless stories like this, stories of patients who are just going through treatments with the idea that when the doctor wants to let me know, he'll tell me, right? Um, And so what I wanted to do for this, at this particular visit was to just help her explore her own questions about her diagnosis and treatment and see how I might help her. I really didn't know what that was going to look like, um, but that's what I wanted to start with. Hey, Jill, thanks for joining me, girl. So... You know, my patient, um, what I was kind of struggling with was, you know, the idea that I, as a nurse, work for and take direct orders from physicians, right? So I found myself now stepping really fully into the role of what we call patient advocate. And patient advocacy is exactly that. It's being the voice of the patient when they really can't do it on their own. And it's helping them 
you know, kind of put their thoughts together. So this role sometimes can be intimidating for nurses because it kind of takes us out of our comfort zone and, and we are kind of bucking the system a little bit. We're kind of going against the stream. Um, and I didn't really know how far I was going to need to go for this patient, but her care at that time was really all that mattered to me. All I could see was this woman staring at her glass of insure in terrible, terrible pain, wondering how in the world am I going to be able to do this? And so at the same time I was struggling with that, she was struggling with the idea of who the heck am I to question the doctor? I'm just the patient. I don't have a medical degree. Doesn't the doctor know best, right? <laughs> and how many of us have felt that way? Who am I to be, to be asking this guy this? And, but the bottom line was that um, she was doing what pretty much everyone does, and that is going with the flow, right? And sadly, her health was deteriorating because both she and I at that point had too little information. We didn't have enough information to work with. So at that point, what I did was I said, you know, let's take a look at your medicines. And we kind of went line by line and medicine by medicine. And she had some pain pills prescribed, but if you've ever seen a pain pill, they're usually, you know, kind of big and they're tablets, so they're kind of scratchy. And you just imagine that was really painful for her to even try to take something like that. Um, she really couldn't swallow and at the same time she was nauseated she was having some vomit vomiting and she didn't have anything ordered for that and several other pieces of the puzzle for her medical care and just general comfort were missing um, as we talked about her situation she told me about how weak she was becoming because of her weight loss and not being able to eat and um, she said she did her best to drink two cans of Ensure every day, and I just believed it. You know, my heart went out to her, seeing her at the table, staring at that jar, at that um, glass of Ensure. She tried to drink two cans of Ensure every day, but sometimes she just couldn't do it. She couldn't always do it. And that's when I realized, you know, when she told me her story, I realized that she was just not getting what she wanted or needed from healthcare because she didn't think it was okay to question her doctor. Are you with me? And it dawned on me, that this was probably happening to so many people every single day. And it was at that moment that I realized that healthcare is really no different than anything else that we buy with our hard-earned cash, um, and we should be able to get from it what we exactly what we need, right? I don't think that's asking too much. After all, we're paying for it with our hard-earned dollars. It's no different than going to the grocery store and choosing which avocados I want out of the bunch, right? I pay for it. I want it, I get to look it over, and I want to make sure it suits me before I take it. And so the same should be true for healthcare, and that's just kind of dawned on me at that point. So she and I talked further about her situation, and I asked her what she most wanted and needed from her healthcare, and she told me that she wanted to have her pain controlled. Gee whiz, right? <laughs> and she wanted to quit vomiting and she wanted to be able to maintain her weight and nutrition. Not big deals, right? These are simple orders. She also wanted to know what the goal of her treatment was and she wanted to know what the doctor thought her chance of survival was. Who else thinks that that's something important for a patient to know, right? But she didn't know any of these things. She really didn't know. She was just going along with everything because the doctor said, this is what you need to do. So. I contacted her doctor right away. I was able to get her some liquid medication for pain and for nausea. These things were much easier for her to take. And, and then she and I set about making a list of questions that she could take to her doctor at her next visit. And um, that way she wouldn't have to worry about forgetting anything. And um, so these are the questions that we jotted down. Um, number one, what is the goal of my treatment? What is the goal of my current treatment? Number two, how many radiation 
how many total radiation treatments will I have? Hey, Kimberly, thanks for being here. Number three, do you expect to be able to put my cancer into remission? Number four, what would cause us to stop treatment, right? Number five, how will we support my weight and nutrition while I'm going through treatment? Number six, can you keep my pain under control? Number seven, are there other side effects I should know about? Number eight, are there any medicines that are less expensive for me to take, right? Isn't that a big one? Number nine, as of right now, am I doing well or am I getting worse? She had no idea. Number 10, if radiation doesn't work, what are my other treatment options? That was the list we came up with. And um, I got to tell you, one of the next time I came to see her was after she had had her visit with her doctor. And she said, you know, I had my list of questions and she said, I just went through them one by one. And he really looked sometimes like he would just much rather <laughs> not be in the room with her. But she got all of her questions asked and answered that day and got health care as she needed it to be delivered. And um, so that was just awesome. But having gone through um, that process with a very special patient, I was now on a mission to make sure that every patient I served was getting exactly what they wanted and needed from the healthcare system. And that meant that I needed to create a simple set of questions um, and a simple way, you know, to teach people about how to explore their questions about their healthcare needs and then how to question their doctor to get the answers about care that they needed. So I ended up just creating a very simple generic set of questions that anybody can review before they take a visit or have a visit with their doctor. And I really believe that sometimes we don't know what our questions are until we have a prompt. And um, so by reviewing these questions, this list of questions before having a medical appointment, it can help anybody identify their own questions about their health care. And another thing I like to recommend to just anybody is keep a spiral notebook somewhere with a pen or pencil beside it. And that way when you have health care questions in between doctor visits, you can write your questions down and not have to worry about forgetting them. Just have your little doctor's visit notebook, you know, and you write your questions down in there and that makes it so very easy. Um, but the list of questions that I encourage everybody to review before seeing the doctor, they're very, very simple. And um, I will give you a link if you want to um, be able to review these questions or find them later. Um, I'll give you a link here at the end. But number one, do I understand the goals of my current medication and treatment? Number two, am I sick right now and in need of a new medication or treatment? Number three, am I comfortable with my current medications and treatments? Number four, do I need any prescription refills? Number five, do I want to request any generic medication prescriptions to save some money? Number six, what would I like to have added to my medicines or treatments? Number seven, what would I like to eliminate from my medications or treatments? Number eight, if I need a new treatment, what are my options? Number nine, if I have a chronic illness, am I, am I doing well or am I getting worse? And number 10, do I understand everything about my illness and my health? Right? Simple questions. I'll give you a link to these here in just a minute. But by sharing this list of questions with my patients over the years, I saw them become empowered to make choices that were in line with their beliefs and their lifestyles. I saw them engage in their own care and understand that they had a voice in how their health care was managed. And um, being able to help such a very vulnerable group of people in this simple way gave me so much joy and satisfaction. Nursing as a profession is all about the patient. By helping my patients find their voice and experience healthcare on their terms, 
my own servant's heart was fulfilled. So um, anyway, just wanted to share this with you today. We kind of talked a little bit about, you know, um, how me, I and my own personal journey had to question my physician at one point. And so I just wanted to kind of talk about uh, that a little bit more today. If you would like to be able to review a transcript of this, you can find it at www.medium.com forward slash at Uncommon RN. And um, that is my blog. You can follow me there. Just about everything that I'll be putting out on video, there will be a transcript type version over on Medium. So you are welcome to take a look at that. And um, thanks for tuning in. I hope you have an awesome, amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me today for this episode of Uncommon RN, where we question the healthcare status quo, explore new ideas for natural wellness, and continue the journey of lifelong learning. My name is Teresa Sanderson, and I'll see you next time on Uncommon RN. Be sure to follow me on Facebook at Original Exploring Oils, and also join my Facebook group, Oily Hacks, at www.tinyurl.com slash oilyhacks. Be blessed and oil on.